Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this for, uh, Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Forgot what day it was there for a second. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. All right. Getting started with the Disney Parks blog. Yes, yeah, a ton um, of stories today. There are new openings and offerings across Disney Parks. Yes, uh, and that's across both parks on uh, uh, in, in both coasts of the U.S., over in Disneyland, Oga's Cantina is going to open on June 17th. Bookings are going to be opening for that on June 14th. And over at California Adventure, the Lamplight Lounge Brunch is going to be returning on July 9th. Bookings will also open on June 14th. Um, brunch uh, will only be available on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday uh, at the Lamplight. And then over on uh, the Wine Country Trattoria is going to open on July 17th. Once again, bookings are going to open on June 14th. And then there's a whole bunch of uh, quick service locations that are going to be opening. It looks like um, this first group is going to be opening on June 17th. That's the Tiki Juice Bar, Docking Bay Food and Cargo, Alien Pizza Planet, Rancho de Del Zacalo Restaurante. And then the Candy Palace is going to be opening uh, and, uh, oh, they're making nuddles, which are chopped pecan pieces layered with freshly made caramel with a dollop of milk chocolate on Fridays and Mondays. Okay. They sound like your turtles that you yeah, like. Yeah, kind of like turtles. And then the Candy Palace will make their Rocky Road on Saturdays. Uh, at the Downtown Disney District, uh, nothing. Uh, Walt Disney World. Sebastian's Bistro at the Caribbean Beach Resort will be opening on June 24th with walk-in availability through July 4th, and they will begin taking reservations on June 10th. I've never heard of that. What's that? Sebastian's? Sebastian's. What, a sit-down restaurant at Caribbean Beach? It is. It was part of their overhaul a few years back. Um, And uh, beginning July 5th, they will take reservations. So reservations are available as of July 5th, but they start taking them on June 10th. Let me clarify that. And then Ohana will be reopening at the Polynesian Village on July 9th, and bookings will begin uh, on June 10th for that. Uh, Once again, Tusker House is reopening on June 20th. Bookings are now available. And then, of course, they want to mention that the Boardwalk Ice Cream Shop is now officially open on the Boardwalk. Okay, cool. Um, As far as as the Polynesian um, having Ohana open... There's a little bit of a change to the menu when that reopens, so uh, some people are a little upset about the removal of the noodles and the uh, shrimp on the skewers. Yes, they've removed noodles, they've removed shrimp, shrimp but they've skewers, added yes. shrimp casserole and sausages. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so yeah, a lot of people not too thrilled with that. Hashtag return the noodles. <laughs> Uh, you can team up with superheroes at the Avengers Campus. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, I like Marvel heroes, so it's just a little story about where and uh, where you can see some of these heroes and what they're doing. You know, what gets lost in all of this is that uh, usually Star-Lord and Gamora can be found in front of Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout doing their dance party. Um, and that's been around since Mission Breakout, you know, opened up in yeah. 2017. I think it's been there almost four years already. Um, So they are there. But, uh, you know, once again, we mentioned the stunt shows the other day. But you can also meet Doctor Strange at the Ancient Sanctum, um, where you can train in the ways of the mystic arts uh, and learn spells. That's very much like the Jedi Academy. And uh, there's a little video about it, and that will be posted on our page. Fantastic. 
And a new Tiny World Magic Shot is available at Epcot. That's right. It's available over by, looks like, Spaceship Earth. So the Tiny World uh, Magic Shot is a 360-degree photo that kind of, I don't know, it warps everything around you. Makes you you look like an alien. Yes. (laughs) Big-headed alien. Yes. I I have one, but I have not yet downloaded it, and I will probably post it on our page so people can see what it looks like. I've seen it. It's terrible. Oh, it's awesome. Mm. Um, oh, talk about terrible versus awesome. Yes. Um, Disney Paper Parks has a new edition of Avengers Campus. That's right. They are celebrating the grand opening of Avengers Campus with Disney Parks Blog Prevents Disney Paper Parks Avengers Campus at California Adventure. I wish they prevented it. <laughs> Did I say prevented? Yeah. Oh. That's good. Um, so not only is it uh, Paper Parks, but they've got Paper Heroes oh as well. Oh, boy. So uh, it's an activity sheet that requires the use of scissors, glue, tape, and folding along the lines in specific directions. In other words, something I cannot complete. <laughs> in um, There's some Disney Plus news that they have on the Disney Parks blog about a new series, Behind the Attraction, which is going to be coming out on July 10th. July 16th. Oh, uh, it looked like a 10. <laughs> and we had mentioned this a few days ago, uh, but we did not have a release date. They had originally s- stated it was going to be released the 16th, and then they retracted that. And then, sure enough, as of uh, yesterday, they announced that it would be released on the 16th. And that is Behind the Attraction, which is a 10-part series narrated by Paget Brewster uh, that goes into the park's rich history and archives um, for never-before-seen footage and photographs to show how attractions came to be and how they've been refined over the years as new ideas surface and technology evolves. So um, there's actually a list later on where we talk about which attractions are in the show. Um, But there will be past and present Imagineers involved, including Bob Weiss, Kim Irvine, uh, Tom Fitzgerald, uh, Joe Rohde, and others. Okay. Surprised Tony Baxter's not on that list. Me too. Yeah. Um, the Food and Wine Festival is be- going to be beginning at Epcot on July 15th. That's right. It will go on from July 15th through November 20th. And it is officially the International Food and Wine Festival presented by... Edmund Hill. Corksicle. What's a Corksicle? Corksicle is a... Um, uh, beverage holder, kind of like a Yeti or a Hydro Flask. Um, they've been putting out some new resort, um, I don't want to call them mugs, you know. Cups. Cups. Um, thermoses. I guess the, the old school name is a thermos, right. <laughs> right. even though that's a brand name. Um, but uh, Corksicle, uh, they put out a couple of things recently. So um, they will be sponsoring this year's uh, Food and Wine, International Food and Wine Festival. Uh, it is going to run from July through November. That's 129 days, which is a pretty long time. And um, no more, well, at least this year again, no Eat to the Beat series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's already been announced that the musician will be local bands uh, in the live music concert series in the American Gardens Theater stage uh, playing popular songs from yesterday and today. Um, and then they will also have Remy's Red Tattoo Hide and Squeak, which is a scavenger hunt. Uh, and there's going to be uh, Emile's Fromage Montage, which are new ways to experience cheese when you purchase five participating dishes from the global marketplaces, including a passion fruit cheesecake with toasted macadamia nuts. Yummy. Uh, if you collect the five stamps, you go to simmer, Shimmering Sips to claim your prize. Okay. Um, and I'm not sure if this is a repeat story of what we just talked about, but um, restaurants reopening at Disneyland this month? 
That's what we just talked about, right? It is. We are now out of the Disney Parks blog uh, and into the regular news, and that just uh, pretty much reiterates everything that okay. uh, we mentioned. All right. I would like to give a shout out to our editorial staff tonight. Isabel helped Cheryl put the stories together because I was out running errands, um, but uh, there, there seems to be a little overlap, and, and that is my fault because I left the stories there for her. Um, cast members have been seen training for the reopening of the canoes at Disneyland. That's right. The Davy Crockett Explorer canoes are going to be coming back online uh, shortly. Uh, they've been closed, of course, since March of 2020 when the whole park closed. Um, and, uh, you know, these, these are free-floating canoes powered by paddles, as we're, <laughs> as we're aware. Yeah. Um, you have to power yourself around the, uh, the, the river there. You have to make sure – you have to hope that you don't get any um, – Lazy Slackers. people in your group. <laughs> Slackers, like my children. Um, so uh, they have not yet announced a reopening date, but they are training cast members. All right. Um, mobile order has been suspended at the Shawarma Palace. Yeah. What's uh, gone wrong? Apparently, guests are still trying to bypass the line by placing mobile orders. Uh, and I think in order to prevent that problem, uh, they are just closing mobile orders from the Shawarma Palace. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you can still make so you could only allow regular ordering, but you can still have a thing where, like, you come back in so much time. So you, like, stand in line to order, and then maybe get a number to come back or whatever right. it is. But yeah. that's what happens when people just can't handle the rules. Yeah. I thought Disney World was the place where people couldn't handle the rules. I thought they knew what they were doing over there in Disneyland. You would think. Uh, in Walt Disney World, issues with purchasing tickets uh, – to the Boobash have been um, a thing. Yeah, so Boobash tickets went on sale this morning for guests who are staying on uh, select Walt Disney World Resort properties. Um, that is about a week or before they go on sale to the general public. And uh, there were a lot of difficulties purchasing tickets today. The system crashed. The phone lines were overloaded. Um, I read stories of people calling uh, in excess of 100 times. Um, in order to get through. What was it that we had to call so many times to get? I don't know. Pause it. I have to go ask Isabel. Okay. And the mystery continues because even Isabel doesn't remember what uh, we were trying to get into that one day. No. But, you know, this is this is not the first time that Dis this happens to Disney. You know, we've mentioned how it happens multiple times a year, usually when free dining is released or a super promotion is released where everything just crashes and goes to hell. Hmm. Could it have been something when Galaxy's Edge opened? I don't know, but <laughs> on to the next story. <laughs> it's going to drive me crazy. All right. Um, park pass availability. We had uh, talked about how it um, they increased uh, capacity and it opened up some dates in June and July that had not been available before. Um, now that has happened for annual pass holders. Um, but the big news, I guess, is that it is now, or it was as of, what, yesterday? Yes. Uh, open for the October 1st date. Yeah, the October 1st date, which is the 50th anniversary of the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, there was park pass availability. Of course, that only lasted for a few hours. Okay. Uh, and that is now gone. So uh, the supposition is that uh, availability increases because they're increasing park capacity. Yep. In the Magic Kingdom, work has begun on the Tron Light Cycle building hole reopening. <laughs> That's right. The uh, entrance to the building... Um, that is referred to as the grid. It's not the entrance to the building, though. I feel like you have to be careful when you say that, because it's not an entrance that you walk through. It's the right. entrance that the track goes through. It is a through. track entrance yes. or exit. 
Yeah. Uh, the construction update, you know, that area was sealed off back in December uh, because the construction had been halted. You know, you don't want birds going in there or animals going right, in there right. or the weather getting in there. Um, so now they have started uh, moving set pieces into the building and they have resumed interior construction. Uh, so that part of the light cycle run, which is referred to as the grid, um, is uh, is open. Okay. Um, you know how I love Jungle Cruise news. Yes. The trapped safari figures uh, now have movement. Yes, uh, they move. Yay. So uh, they cool. move only slightly, but it does make the uh, attraction come alive. Very cool. So see, not only did we get a new storyline, but they have plussed that scene. That is a little plus. It is. Yeah, good. Uh, some of the playgrounds around the parks have begun to reopen. Um, first on our list, I think there will be others as we go along, but um, the Dumbo Playground has reopened. That's right. Uh, and I don't know, it's a playground. They call it the Interactive Queue. Uh, it's indoors. It is indoors. Yeah. Uh, but it is a, an interactive play area between the two uh, dueling Dumbos, um, and that's where they give you a pager. So it, it, it's, it, it's kind of the first ride where you got to – not stand in line because yeah. once you got to that section, they gave you a pager and then buzzed you when your time That's was ready. That's a little dicey. Of all the things to reopen, mm-hmm. I don't know. An interior playground, like you can't wipe that thing down all the time. Right. All of these kids can't have been back. They can't be vaccinated. So you right. get a bunch of unvaccinated kids. I, I don't know. I'm all about like opening things up, but that one seems like maybe a mistake. Mm-hmm. Also in the Magic Kingdom, physical distancing um, has been reduced to three feet at the riverboat landing. I feel like that's the whole story. That is. Um, and Big Thunder Mountain is now closed for refurbishment um, just a few days until June 12th. Um, the excuse that they are giving um, for doing this is that there is a mountain goat infestation. Oh, no. Yeah. Lord knows. They're going to go out and slaughter mountain goats now? Yeah, I guess so. Moving to Epcot, the Space Base Playground near Mission Space has reopened. And I, you probably have the same feeling on this playground. Is it indoors? It is. Yeah. It is, uh, it is off the exit to Mission Space in the advanced training lab. Yeah, I mean, maybe the regular playgrounds have already been open for a while, the outdoor ones. Mm-hmm. I, uh, well, none of the outdoor ones were open. I mean, the, the one over by Splash Mountain was closed. Right, so um, I get, like, opening outdoor ones. I think that's a good idea. I just right. these indoor ones. But, I mean, this is the kind that has one of those slide-slash-tunnel systems that the kids crawl through on their hands and knees. Yeah, and it's like opening the McDonald's play place. Might as well just a have a ball idea. pit there. Yeah. All right. Um, Imagineer Zach Ridley um, was explaining the new ceiling in the Creations Shop. This uh, guy, he has all the fun, the fun information. Well, I don't know how this guy gets any work done with all the <laughs> posting he does on Instagram, uh, but he talks about how the interior ceilings are functional and immersive. Um, the details and the finishing. Uh, they give a consistency and they're part of the storytelling aesthetic, yada, 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 yada. Uh, it's a woven texture of interlocking panels um, that form structural ribs that give subtle, the impressions of subtle movement like waves on the ocean. Nice. You know what I see? What? A ceiling. <laughs> yeah, it's probably what I'll see too. Right. So, uh, you know, if you're into uh, design and why they're doing things, check out Instagram, look up Zach Ridley. Uh, he is the Zach Ridley, Z-A-C-H-R-I-D-D-L-E-Y. Uh, and he's, you know, we've mentioned before, he's the new face of Imagineering. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to know more about this one. Rope drop procedures have returned to Epcot. 
That's right. Uh, classic rope drop experience is coming back uh, to some of the parks. So instead of being held outside of Epcot this morning, guests were allowed into the entrance area at 10 a.m. and then held off to either side of Spaceship Earth. Okay, which what they've been doing is opening early, letting people through the turnstiles, and then people could go to attractions. So they were allowed in the park early. You'd go to the attraction. You could get in a line, but they didn't actually open the attraction at the line um, right. until well, it wasn't usually opening time. It was before that, but it was a little ways after um, they started letting people into the park. Right. Well, what they did here was there was no social distancing enforced. They did bring people into that first section of the park at 10 o'clock. The park officially opens at 11. At 10.20, they were then let go mm-hmm. to uh, their own devices. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time that we've seen them, them stop people past the turnstiles. Right. So, you know, okay. it's part of the old process. So I'm yeah. sure that will come back to other parks. Right. Um, the parking lot tram route is being prepared for reopening. That's right. Cast members have been setting up poles and chains Yay. in the tram loading area in Epcot. That's very exciting, um, especially if you've had to walk that parking lot lately. Right. So the east side of the Epcot entrance is now the new tram uh, loading and disembarking area. And, uh, you know, there's no... No date for the service, but it's been uh, rumored that uh, parking cast members have been recalled. Good. The American Adventure seat is now seating every row. That's a story in itself. And um, job postings are live now for Space 220. Yeah, there's a you know a bunch of postings. Uh, right now, there are seven positions open, but they're for multiple you know multiple numbers multiple of spots. those positions. Yeah. Right. Uh, this is by the Patina Restaurant Group. And uh, it looks like, uh, you know, it's going to open soon. Sure it is. Is this the winter of 2019? <laughs> uh, but they're looking for servers, bartenders, hosts, restaurant cashiers, uh, cooks, and uh, that appears to be it. Okay. When the Food and Wine Festival opens, there's going to be some new food booths. There are. There will be new food booths. Um there are going to be some new food booths opening in July, and then three more will open on October 1st. So it's going to be a long period before these three new booths <laughs> open. Um, the following marketplaces will be new in July. Uh, that is Brewing at the Epcot Experience, which is chicken wings and flatbreads with beers and ciders. The Noodle Exchange, Rotunda Bistro, Swanky Saucy Swine, Tangerine Cafe, Flavors of Medina. And then on October 1st, we're going to get booths called Kenya. Lobster Landing, and Mac and Eats. Okay. And also, uh, Spain, Ireland, India, Brazil, Belgium, and the Alps, the Alps Global Marketplaces will not open until October 1st. All right. I so it, it looks like uh, they're doing the... A partial food and wine. Like, I think food and wine used to open, like, in September right, or October, like they're, they're right? They're doing it in waves now, apparently, so... Yeah, I mean, maybe just depending upon... If the park capacity isn't super high... How many booths can you really sustain? Mm-hmm. So maybe they're holding off on some of them because of that. Um, we talked about this already. I'm going to mention it again uh, in case you have more to say about it. But the Food and Wine Festival is going to be sponsored by Corksicle. That's right. And at Shimmering Sips and four other locations, guests can get their sparkling beverages in a keepsake Corksicle container. All right. I mean, it's pretty. Corksicle. <laughs> I just like to say that. I don't like the name. No. No. It doesn't say anything about what it is. Well, it's a cork and a sickle. Okay. Construction is continuing at the Polynesian. Uh, that's right. The uh, Port Cochere is uh, continuing to be built. It has still not been lifted into position, uh, but they have most of the roof uh, assembled now. Um, 
The walkway seems to be open over to the Polynesian, but they still do have some scaffolding set up on the uh, uh, monorail platform itself, the monorail stop. Uh, so things are progressing as normal. They've removed some walls around the ceremonial house uh, over near the Rarotonga area, and uh, some scrim still remains in that area. So um, lots of construction, lots of progress, and you know they'll be open soon. Okay. Disney Cruise Line canceled more cruises. They did. They canceled select cruises through November. Uh, so right now, the Disney Dream has canceled all departures through August 6th. The Fantasy, uh, all departures through August 28th. The Wonder, all departures through September 19th. And the Magic departures in the U.S. through November 4th. Uh, that's because they're going to be over in the United Kingdom. Uh, and then they're going to be doing the transatlantic crossing at the end of November. Uh, sorry, end of October into November. Um the Dream is going to be doing their test cruise June 29th, so... I guess they're assuming their test cruise is going to not go that well. Either that, or they're going to do the test cruise, because that's the first ship that they have the earliest end Slot. of the earliest end of the cancellation date. So their first resumption date is August 6th, so maybe it will take them a test cruise, they get their certification... Then I don't know if they're bringing back staff. Is it a uh, test cruise by cruise line I or believe, by ship? I believe each ship has to get certified. Yeah, so that's that can be an issue. Right. Okay. Um, so, yeah, kind of a bummer, but uh, not completely unexpected. Yep. The Disney Cruise Line blog, um, which is an independent blog. It's, it is. It's not related to um, – it's not owned by Disney. Correct. They added uh, some details about the Wish. About the Wish. Hmm. Isn't it? No, they uh, oh. updated the Navigator app. Uh, oh, I must have misunderstood the story. Go ahead. You <laughs> you tell everybody about the story. I don't know. Uh, there's been an update to version 4.5 of the Cruise Line Navigator app that has uh, some features uh, that you can use at home as well as features that you can use on board. So they've kind of broken those out now. And uh, they have added... Uh, some functionality to allow you to make advanced reservations 30 days prior to sailing. Um, and then the onboard stuff, you can now chat directly with the crew via online chat. You can join a virtual queue to reserve time at the family pool deck and debark at ports of call. Um, so it looks like you're not going to be able to do a mass uh, debarkation at a port of call, but you're going to have to reserve your time slot to leave. Yeah. Um, you're going to be able to access all restaurant menus digitally Download your onboard transactions and participate in the emergency drill by using the app to find your assembly station and check in. So no more muster drill out on the deck. That would be fabulous. Uh, if you had like a four-hour time period to like go find your spot and check in. Right. That would be so much better. Well, I don't even think you have to go to the spot. You find it and check in. But how do you check in if you're not at the uh, spot? I don't know. Okay. I mean, think of the old days when we used to go and you used to have to put the life jacket yeah. on. I mean, we thought it was great when you had to when you could stop wearing the life jackets. jacket. That was ridiculous, having to put them on the kids. Now <laughs> you don't even have to show up with people there. All right. Um, a poster's been released for the new Disney Plus show behind the attraction. Yeah, it's a, it's a very stylized, kind of Mary Blair-style poster. Um, it uh, covers things from the Jungle Cruise to Small World to Haunted Mansion, Galaxy's Edge... Um, Space Mountain, Disney Railroad, uh, Jungle Cruise. So there's going to be a lot of uh, stuff going on here. Um, Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. 
Um, so the 10 attractions, uh, you'll get a lot of detail. Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, the castles are going to have their own show, the Disneyland Hotel. Um, so very much looking forward to this. I believe all 10 episodes are dropping on July 16th. So that's something that we don't normally see with Disney because they usually release on a weekly basis. Right. Yeah, no binging with Disney usually. Yep. Uh, Harrison Ford has been seen in costume on the set of Indiana Jones 5. That's right. That is due in theaters on July 28th of next year. And they're currently filming in North Yorkshire and Northumberland in the United Kingdom. Now, is this news because no one was totally sure if Harrison Ford was going to be part of it? Oh, no. He's in it. It's just big that this is, I believe, like one of the first couple days that he's been on set because production just began. Okay. Uh, Cruella will be coming to DVD and Blu-ray on September 21st. Uh, That's right. It's coming to 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, Usually they do that about a week or two. Actually, uh, coming to digital platforms on the 25th of June. Hmm. Cruella will be coming to all digital platforms. Okay, so like iTunes, Movies Anywhere. So you'll be able to purchase it digitally. Very shortly. But if you want on DVD or Blu-ray, yes, you wait until September 21st. Yep. Okay. Um, Apple's SharePlay is going to allow users to stream Disney Plus and Hulu on FaceTime. That's right. They had their worldwide developer conference for Apple yesterday. And uh, SharePlay is uh, an experience that allows you to share features when you're on a FaceTime call. So you're going to be able... Uh, to share some of the major streaming services, including Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. So you can watch with somebody while you are on a FaceTime call. So the movie is on most of the screen, and then you have a little corner where you can see the other person that you're watching with. Um, I mean, that's cool, except like the only place I have FaceTime is on my phone. So right. it's a very It could small... be on your iPad. You know, some people have it on their iPad. It's also on the yeah. Macs. Maybe if you have so like Apple have TV, book. right? Does Apple TV let you do FaceTime? I would assume so. Okay. Maybe we but need I don't Apple know TV. for sure. And our last story is a Legoland story. Legoland Florida has a new music festival that's going to be happening in September. That's right. They're going to be hosting the Lego Video Music Fest, which is going to be Labor Day weekend at the Winter Haven Theme Park. Uh, It is uh, tied to Lego Video, which is V-I-D-I-Y-O, which is a music video maker app created for children. It was introduced in January and features Lego minifigs, music, augmented reality, and an app that presents editing options unlocked through special effect Beat Bits. Uh, So during this festival, they're going to have dance-off parties, interactive games, pop-up performances, photo opportunities, content creation options, and as a headliner, DJ Llama, uh, who is a central minifig in the video experience. He will have two performances each day on the fest uh, on a themed stage. Uh, This is going to be held from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on September 4th through the 6th and is included in the regular theme park admission cost. All right. Very fun times for the kids. Yes. All right. You have any final words here? I do. All right. So until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.